Welcome to the NextGen Work Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Ross. I help leaders support working parents so that they can recruit and retain the best people. Join me as I interview experts and provide insights into the struggles that parents and caregivers face in the workplace. Learn how your business can become a place where parents feel included, supported, and valued. Being a family-friendly business isn't just a nice-to-have anymore. For the next generation and those that are raising them, it is critical. This first season, we will be discussing um, childcare and balancing everything that goes along with trying to make sure that your children are cared for even while you maintain your work life, which any working parent will tell you is a struggle. Uh, a little bit about my story and my kids and our childcare journey. I was a full-time teacher when my children were born. My first son was born about two weeks before the pandemic hit in 2020, so uh, that was fun times. And thanks to the pandemic, I guess, we were able to stay home with him for the first um, six months, and then he started daycare at a wonderful um, childcare center that is connected with a private Christian school. Um, we love the teachers there. It's a fabulous center and it works for us, but unfortunately it was pretty much the only option we felt like we had in the area that was reliable and safe for our kids. And it was about 45 minutes away from the school where I was teaching in the opposite direction from my house. So I would leave school drive 45 minutes to pick them up and then 30 minutes back home. So, I mean, over an hour on the road in the afternoon after a long work day just to go and get the kids from daycare. And that was on the days where I was even able to get them. A lot of days I had after school rehearsals because I was a band director. So my husband was falling. All of the responsibility was falling to him. He was having to do the daycare drop off in the morning and the pickups. And that puts him over two hours on the road every day. And that can just be really draining on you. So even though we love our childcare facility, um, it really sucks that it's so far away from home and that it really was our only reliable option, or at least the closest reliable option. Um, it also, now that we have two kids there, we are paying over 15% of our income in childcare expenses alone. And the general rule of thumb is that it should cost less than 7% of your income for childcare to be considered affordable. So obviously we are over that threshold like pretty much every other parent I know that is paying for childcare right now that doesn't make like three or 400 grand a year. So even though we love it there, of course we would love to pay a little bit less. I work from home now and a lot of people think that that was the like end all be all solution that I'd be able to keep my kids home with me full time, be a full time stay at home parent or mom and also a full time employee. Um, no, that doesn't work. I know that there are parents who do it and oh my goodness, like you are superheroes and I will be talking to a few of those people in this season. But for me and my... Um, current age of my kids and the job that I'm doing where I'm on calls, having to talk with clients, having to do focused like writing time, I just can't make it work. I wish that I didn't have to send them to school or to daycare full time though. Um, 
I definitely could make it work for them to only be there two or three days a week so I could schedule all of my calls and stuff on those days. But another downside of this fabulous center we send our kids to, now that my son is three, he's in what they call K3, which is an official curriculum for preschool, and we have to pay for him to be there all five days a week even if he's not there. And a lot of days we take Fridays off to be a family because my husband doesn't work a traditional schedule. He works on the weekend. So if we want to do any sort of family outings, it has to happen on a Thursday or Friday. So we pull them out of daycare. So even though they're usually not there five days a week, we are paying that full-time price because it's the only option our childcare offers for the age of my son. And that sucks. So there's there's so many issues that go around childcare. That's just a little bit of my story, but I will be sharing the stories of several other parents in this first season. We'll be talking about balancing school drop-offs and pickups at multiple different locations. We'll be talking about working from home with your children at home with you, and I'm really looking forward to that because I need to learn how to do that myself a little bit better. I will be talking to someone who has a special needs child and has all the struggles that go along with finding childcare for that um, special situation and talking to someone who works and travels a lot for her job and has a husband who works 12 hour shifts and overnight shifts a lot. So there's a lot of balancing going on for them. We'll also be talking to a few um, experts in different areas. One is the founder of a very innovative uh, daycare co-working space and gym all in one, which I think is amazing. And we'll be talking about the struggles of the sandwich generation. So people who are stuck between caring for their children and their aging parents as they try to balance the rest of life and continue working on. So we'll talk with all of these guests about real life, what's working, what doesn't work, and what their employers have done or could have done better to help them as working parents. I'm so glad that you're here and that you're along for the ride. I think there's going to be some great stories and some great examples and ways that we can help other parents moving forwards. I'd like to dedicate this first season to my great aunt Betty, who passed away just a couple of weeks before I'll be launching the podcast. Um, She was known as Miss Betty to the whole family and the community because she raised or had a hand in raising several kids in the community. She had an at-home daycare where she charged $6 a day. Uh, First of all, I can't even imagine paying just $6 a day for daycare, but that is, you know, the time that she was doing this in. And she had kids of all ages, you know, up to school age that she would care for in her home with her sister a lot of times. And um, she loved those children. She was everything that she would want in a child care provider. Um, she told them every day that she loved them. They loved her just as much. Um, at her funeral, the man who preached the funeral was actually one of the kids that she babysat as a child. And he told stories of how You know, even as an adult, he would go back and sit on the couch at Miss Betty's house just to, like, have an ear for somebody to listen to, you know, his life and problems. And she kept up with him and his family and his kids and all of her kids that she helped raise. That was what she did for them. She loved them and cared for them way beyond the time that they, you know, aged out of her care. Miss Betty was an amazing woman, and really anyone who has the heart 
to open their their home up to many children and love those children the same as if they were their own is a saint in my eyes. I don't think that we uh, appreciate our child care providers enough in this country, um, but that's a topic for another day. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Thank you so much for joining me as I uncover the stories and struggles and even some solutions to the child care problem for working parents. <music>